I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Equity Mates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. Last week, Liz Truss resigned as Prime Minister of the United Kingdom after just 45 days in office. Just a day after declaring she wasn't a quitter, Liz Truss did just that. It was the shortest tenure as Prime Minister in British history. And what a 45 days it was. The United Kingdom was already staring down the barrel of a difficult winter, but the failed leadership of Liz Truss has plummeted the country into further chaos. It's Monday, the 24th of October, and today I want to know, where did it all go wrong for Liz Truss? And what is going on in Britain? To do this, I'm joined by my colleague at Equity Mates. It's Darcy Cordell. Darcy, welcome to The Dive. Thanks, Sasha. Good to be here. Good to hear, Darcy. So we discussed off air that this is a story that's been in the news for a little while, but both of us felt like we were tuning in and tuning out a little bit. It's certainly been a dramatic 45-day term for Liz Truss, and to really understand why she ultimately resigned, we have to explain the business and the economic story. But before then, let's unpack her prime ministership by the numbers. Okay, Sasha, I'm almost certain there'll be a film made about this Prime Ministership in the not-too-distant future. I'll give you some numbers. 45 days in office, 54 days of campaigning to win the Conservative Party leadership. And I love our country. I want the best for us all. And I'm the person to deliver that. Two monarchs. She was the first British Prime Minister to serve under two monarchs since Winston Churchill. 10% approval rating, the lowest ever for a UK PM. For context, Donald Trump's approval rating after the January 6th riots was 34%. £45 pounds of proposed tax cuts now scrapped. 5%. That's how much the FTSE 100, the 100 biggest companies in the UK stock market, fell since Trust took office. And 3%, that's how much the British pound fell against the US dollar in the time since she's been in office. Amazing today how many MPs I came across who were looking at their phones and looking at graph lines. And they were the graph lines that showed you the pound sliding against the dollar. And the final one, £115,000. That is Truss's annual pension for the rest of her life. Well, I'm not sure I'd want that money in exchange for the public humiliation of being the shortest tenure in the history books, but I guess it'll help alleviate that embarrassment a little bit. I'm not sure I agree with you on that, Sasha. I think I'd take £115,000 a year. Well, let's tell the trust story then. Take us back to 2019 where this story of Liz Truss ascending really began. Sure. So Boris Johnson was Prime Minister since 2019. Uh, Perhaps the moment of his life. Theresa May, she announced she'd be stepping down as Prime Minister and leader of the Conservative Party back in 2019. The doubters, the doomsters, the gloomsters, they are going to get it wrong And as the leader of the party in Parliament with the most members, he became Prime Minister as well. Then in December 2019, Johnson had a convincing win in a general election. This one-nation Conservative government has been given a powerful new 
mandate. It was dubbed the blue wave by the media because of the huge support he found in the north of the country that had traditionally voted for Labor. That's right. So he picked up a number of seats that his Conservative Party had lost to the Labor Party at the previous 2017 election. And one of the members of parliament that supported Boris Johnson was Liz Truss. After Johnson became PM, he rewarded her support by appointing her Secretary of State for International Trade and President of the Board of Trade. What an opportunity we have ahead of us. Striking the first trade deals for 45 years, making the case for free enterprise and free trade across the world. Later, Johnson also appointed Truss Minister for Women and Equalities. And then in 2021, Johnson promoted her to Foreign Secretary, one of the most senior positions in Cabinet. And that really sets the context for this story. Liz Truss was a Cabinet Minister before Boris, but under Boris's leadership, she really became a major figure in the Conservative Party. She secures a reputation as one of the most high-profile Cabinet Ministers and one of the most popular with the Conservative Party's grassroots base. Boris's leadership did have more than a few controversies, but the final nail in the coffin was really when he got caught throwing lockdown parties. Will the Prime Minister tell the House whether there was a party in Downing Street on the 13th of November? No, but I'm sure that whatever happened, uh, the guidance... Yes, during Britain's COVID lockdowns, there was a rule that you couldn't have more than two people over at your house. We saw that all across the world. But when it came out that Boris Johnson was throwing parties at 10 Downing Street... Not massive parties, but one photo that came out had eight people pictured. It was going to be difficult for Boris to justify staying in his role. Not massive parties by pre-COVID standards, but when you haven't had more than one person in your house for two years, eight people would seem like a lot. And one of the 13 parties was held on the eve of Prince Philip's funeral, where we saw that iconic image of Queen Elizabeth sitting on her own, obeying social distancing rules while she was burying her husband. And I think that was particularly a powerful juxtaposition in the public eye. Shocking instalment in the Partygate saga that has today forced the Prime Minister to apologise to the Queen. That's because just hours before she sat alone at her husband's funeral, at Downing Street, people partied into the night. Especially to a public that had just gone through two years of harsh COVID lockdowns and restrictions. So Boris eventually resigned in July and much like how Boris won the leadership in 2019, his resignation this year kicked off a Conservative Party leadership contest and the winner of that contest would also become Prime Minister. From the start, it was really a two-person race. Liz Truss, who was the Foreign Secretary, and Rishi Sunak, the Chancellor of the Exchequer. In Australia, we know this as the Treasurer. Thank, thank you, Madam Deputy Speaker. It is a pleasure to contribute to this debate. And Liz Truss, she won the vote from her party with about 57% of the vote compared to Sunak's 43%. So Truss was sworn into power on the 6th of September by none other than Queen Elizabeth. And that was just three days before Queen Elizabeth II passed away. So the UK Parliament didn't sit through that 10-day mourning period that happened directly afterwards. Liz Truss basically began her tenure after that time and that's when the drama began. It was all to do with her government's mini-budget. Can you explain what that was? Well, the biggest measure in the mini-budget was the support we have given to people on their energy bills. Yeah, so every year governments deliver a budget. It basically tells the public where money is going to be spent and borrowed. It's an indication of what the government sees as important. Because Liz Truss was the new leader and because there was a period while they were trying to find a leader to replace Boris, 
they thought that they'd release a mini-budget to give an indication to the public of how Truss would lead the country. For a long time, Truss has been a libertarian. She's all about lower taxes and lower government spending. And her mini-budget reflected that. It's absolutely right that we always need to get value for taxpayers' money. It saw an end to the cap on bankers' bonuses. It removed the highest income tax bracket. Company taxes were being cut. And it was all being done by borrowing more money rather than raising taxes elsewhere. Simply put, Sasha, it was an absolute disaster. I think Comedian vs Economist did a really excellent episode on this when that was announced. So if you're curious after listening to this, go revisit that. Remember, this mini budget was announced at a very difficult period for the UK, Europe and the rest of the world. So let's take a quick break now. And then when we get back, Darcy, I want to unpack what happened after this budget was released. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Just looking at the pounds and it's ticking every second and it's, it's ticking lower. This is literally just over the course of, of today. What does that tell us about the, the markets? Is that the correct word to use? How uh, the, the market's market. response Basically, to quasi? saying they don't like our currency anymore. Welcome back to The Dive. I'm joined by my colleague Darcy Cordell. We've just been talking about Liz Truss's rise to power and the mini budget that set off an economic disaster. So Darcy, what happened after the budget was announced? So it did send the UK economy into brief turmoil. The value of the British pound collapsed. It actually went below one US dollar, which is really rare for that to happen. And pension funds, which is what we know as superannuation or 401ks in the US, they're at big risk of going under. So basically going bankrupt. Correct, yeah. And the Bank of England, which is separate to the government, had to step in and settle the market by buying bonds. Quasi Quarteng, who was the Chancellor of the Exchequer appointed by Liz Truss, was seen by the media as incompetent and the criticism just rose to fever pitch. There was an interview to The Telegraph popped up online in the last couple of hours where when he was asked if there was going to be a U-turn on the budget, a further U-turn, we've already had one, he said, let's see. That is hardly a definitive denial. Originally, the government stood by this mini-budget despite the Bank of England having to step in. But then, as pressure mounted, they started walking back on some of the plan. First, they scrapped the tax cuts for highest-income earners, and then eventually on the 14th of October, Quasi Quarteng was dismissed after 38 days in the job. I'm going to interrupt because he, he's out. He's been sacked. So Quasi Quarteng, the Chancellor, I mean, he can only have been in with Liz Truss for a matter of 10, 15... I met the former Chancellor earlier today. I was incredibly sorry to lose him. Mm, but that didn't stop the pressure on Liz Truss. Jeremy Hunt came in and replaced Quateng, but he was critical of this plan, this mini-budget, and he ended up walking back more of it. Yeah, he basically scrapped the whole mini-budget and said they'd try again. The market was in turmoil and pension funds under big, big pressure. Not to mention the polls, Sasha, where Liz Truss's approval rating dropped to 10%. It's almost unfathomable. I am a fighter and not a quitter. 
But once the plan had been walked back completely, Trust still refused to resign and she did accept she'd made a mistake but said she'd stay in power. But then, Darcy, the drama just became too much last week. Oh, she's coming out, let's listen in. That's right. There were reports of wild infighting within the party. It, it is just it is a pitiful reflection on the Conservative Parliamentary Party at every level. Party members planning to usurp trust and it all became too much. Finally, she accepted defeat and resigned last week. I have therefore spoken to His Majesty the King to notify him that I am resigning as leader of the Conservative Party. Ending the shortest tenure in history for a UK Prime Minister. 45 days. That's just wild, Darcy. But what's even more wild is that for the rest of her life, Liz Truss will receive a pension of £115,000 every year for being PM. Kind of lessens the sting a little bit. So what now? Who's likely to replace Truss? Rishi Sunak, who Truss beat out to replace Boris Johnson, he's almost a formality to now become the Prime Minister of the UK. With your plan, it's going to push people into... into Please let Liz Truss answer. Please let her answer. When Uh, inflation gets out of control, interest rates go up, that's what happens. Please let Liz Truss answer. As the former Chancellor of the Exchequer, he's seen as a strong economic mind. And Sunak says he's committed to reuniting the party and he's gained support from about 150 party members who said they'll vote for him as PM. You need at least 100 votes to be in the running to be Prime Minister. Sasha, you've probably seen this and I don't know if you'll believe it or maybe you will knowing the state of the UK, but Boris Johnson was reportedly trying to return to the top job. But there is one big obstacle on the horizon. Boris Johnson. He has now pulled out after a meeting with Sunak. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall for that meeting. Oh, absolutely. I haven't been watching it, but I've heard there's a new show out called This Is England that does a pretty good retelling of what happened during COVID. So I imagine maybe there needs to be a This Is England part two that tells this whole part of the drama. Darcy, it seems like a pretty poison chalice to take this job with the Brexit hangover, high inflation, economic crisis. The Conservative Party seems to have lost all trust from the public. What does a new leader have to do to get this trust back? It seems like an almost insurmountable Everest of a job. I think it's a massive job, Sasha. And I'm not a political expert, but I think what the country seems like it's yearning for is some stability. The UK needs some strong leadership in a really difficult period, someone to bring the country together and ideally bring prices down too. It's all easier said than done, but it is hard to see the next PM, likely Rishi Sunak, faring as badly as trusted. The crazy thing for me, Sasha, if you had a child that was born two months ago, they would have soon lived through three prime ministers, two monarchs and some wild economic times in the UK. Okay, Darcy, I think that's a pretty good wrap of the situation. The too long, didn't read of the Liz Trust tenure, or 45 days of it. Let's leave it there for today. It's certainly been something to watch from the outside, what's been going on in the UK, so here's hoping that it settles down soon. If you've enjoyed this episode please tell a friend about it. We'd love for the dive to grow and you can help us do that by sending it to someone who you think will enjoy it. If you just joined us for the first time, welcome. Go check out our back catalogue. Maybe have a listen to the business of Taylor Swift from Friday. Certainly one of my favourite episodes that we've done. 
Remember, you can follow us on Instagram. We're at thedive.businessnews. You can contact us by email, thedive at equitymates.com. And you can subscribe wherever you're listening right now so you never miss an episode. Thanks so much for joining me today, Darcy, and explaining what's going on in the UK. Thank you, Sasha. Until next time. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have physicians in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.